Alrighty. Listen, I want to um, share some thoughts. Conversation I was having today. <clears throat> Great conversation I was having today. And then just looking at some stuff that I had been seeing uh, through numerous of posts, just looking, sitting back and watching, listening to the comments, or reading the comments. Um, and it's actually, uh, you know, uh, it, it's not surprising, but I wanted to do, I wanted to talk about um, the effects or the results of being entrenched in your beliefs. And I'm actually recording this on Instagram and, and um, on Facebook. Um, so what what I want to talk about, and, and again, I'm just pretty much um, applying this to game foul, but it can be applied to anything, to a whole bunch of other stuff uh, in life in general. And actually, the lesson that I learned, it didn't have anything to do with game foul, but it just talked about habits and stuff like that and why we do the things that we do. Um, I know y'all probably uh, remember, some of y'all might remember that, that I posted uh, some time ago about, I put up a post that said that, you know, uh, it's zero to gain from proving somebody wrong. And I had a conversation today, and it wasn't a heated conversation, but it was a conversation where the individual was really entrenched in his beliefs. And regardless of how much factual information I brought to his attention, even from the sources where he got his information from, he still refused to accept the fact that he was cherry picking information. <laughs> now, the great thing about it is, is with this individual uh, and many individuals that have conversations is, is, you know, I don't like to be, I don't really like to have conversations or in-depth conversation with individuals that agree with everything that I say due to the fact that I'm, I'm not really learning anything. It's not even making me even contemplate anything. It's not even making me think. Now, it doesn't mean also, too, that every time I have a conversation, I want everything that we talk about to be a debate. I don't want that either. But, you know, the flip side is, is I want it to be the individuals to be okay with believing what they believe, and I want them to be okay with me believing what I want to believe. Um, and the point I was making today with the individual that I was talking to was the fact that, you know, he was cherry picking um, information. And it's different when the information that I'm supplying him is coming from a different source. And then he can debate that all day long. Like, what makes that source incredible than the source that I'm getting my information from? Well, I made sure I took the information from the same source he was getting his information from. But he was just looking over the information that he didn't want to agree with and using information that he did want to agree with. Um, on Instagram, let me know if y'all can hear me because I just got a call in and I know sometimes that cuts out the audio. But uh, the conversation was good and it's something that I wanted to share because I believe it's something that we, we, we I ain't going to say we suffer from. But we see a lot of in the game foul community, individuals really, really entrenched in their beliefs um, of what they believe, and they'll go to bat for it. They'll argue all day long about it. They'll supply you with, you know, sources of information or at least life experiences that prove their point. And I said uh, some time ago that, um, you know, it's zero to gain proving somebody wrong. And my experience today was exactly right. 
you know, that that what I posted was something. Okay, guys on Instagram, I'm gonna start it. I'm gonna start it over because somebody called me and it's it knocked out the uh, the sound. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start it over. But come on back because, like I say, we got some great stuff to talk about. I'll be right back. All right, guys, just bear with me one second. We getting this uh, Instagram started back up. But <clears throat> today, today was a prime example of what I had talked about a couple weeks ago about it's zero to gain from proving somebody wrong. Um, and I had a conversation today where individuals are, you know, when a person is entrenched in their beliefs, you have to just allow them to believe what they believe and you believe what you believe. Because at the end of the day, a debate is not going to change anything. A debating is actually is not the purpose of debating is not to change. The purpose of debating is to prove that you're right and the other person is wrong. And what ends up happening is when you get so deeply entrenched in your beliefs, you don't realize it, but you limit yourself or you or you. Yeah, you limit yourself from learning anything new. Because you feel as though what you know is the right stuff. So if you're right, you're like, well, what else new do I need to learn? What I think is right, and I can prove it. And a slippery slope with the proven stuff is is a lot of time proof is just a perspective or, or how you look at something, right? Or what information you take to support your beliefs or your arguments. Now, this individual was saying to me today, based on his experience, that's how he came up with his, you know, his belief or his opinion about it. And I said, you know, the, the funny thing is, is that's how we all come up with our beliefs and opinions. Typically, it's based on our experience. If it's not based on our experience, it's based on somebody, somebody or something that we trust. That's how we come up with these perspectives because we don't experience everything. And his point was that, hey, I'm only uh, sharing stuff based on my experience, not what I'm seeing, not what I'm reading, this and that. I said, well, that's true. I said, but you also have to admit the fact that you do have opinions about stuff that you never had experience with. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's just a fact of life. I'm like, well, that's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. So you cannot say the reason why it has to be right or, or, or the only reason why you have an opinion about something is because if it's something that you experience. Because again, we all know we have opinions about things that we haven't experienced. So my whole point to this and how it relates to gang foul, you know, and I titled the video as uh, in being entrenched in your beliefs. The reason why this is so important, because if you sit back and watch a lot of the comments and a lot of posts regardless of what uh, platform you're watching, if you sit back and just read the comments, the comments will actually tell you a lot about the person. It'll tell you what their beliefs are on that topic. Um, so what I'm saying is, is in game foul, and I'm just going to talk about game foul. In game foul, just understand, and I'm not saying if you've been in 30, 40 years because you probably experienced a lot and you, you you got your routine, you got what works for you and that kind of stuff. But I'm saying if you kind of coming in, 
Say you've only been in the sport five or ten years or whatever. You definitely should have still have an open mind because that's not that's not being uh, that's not been being in the sport a long period of time. But being in the sport, you definitely want to hold off on being entrenched in your beliefs. I don't care where you got the information from because it is so much more to learn. But once, and, and what I mean by so much more to learn is so many ways to get to the same destination or so many ways to accomplish the same thing. Say, worming game foul. It's so many different wormers. It's not like there's only one wormer that works. It's so many different wormers. It's so many different wormer routines. Some do it every 28 days. Some do it every month. You know, some months have 31 days in it. You know, month got 28 days in it. Some got 30. You know, some just do it by the calendar month. You know, some rotate. Some don't rotate every other month. Some go three months on, three months with a different. It's all many different ways to worm game foul. So my point is, is once you get so entrenched in your beliefs, to me, it cuts off your opportunity of learning anything different. It's kind of like what the Greeks say. Marcus Aureli says that you can't teach a man what he thinks he already know. You know, the old Egyptians say uh, the lips of wisdom are closed except to the ears of understanding. Right. So this goes way back before biblical times, before the Bible was even printed. So I'm not talking about anything new. I just wanted to bring something to somebody's attention um, who can gain some value from it, from it. But be careful about being entrenched in your beliefs. You know, always keep an open mind. And just because you keep an open mind doesn't mean you do stuff different every all the time. You know, just because you keep an open mind and know that there's many ways to worm foul doesn't mean you try all them different ways. I'm not saying that. That's not my whole point. My point is, is always to be able to keep an open mind because as long as you have an open mind and you're not so entrenched in your beliefs, you have an opportunity to learn something different. You might go five years and not hear anything in game foul that you didn't already know. But it might be five years and one you might run across something that you never knew and you try it and it works. That's my whole point. And guys, I always common sense. No, it's not common sense. Some folks are entrenched in their beliefs and they're not changing. Even when it's not working, they'll blame it on something else. And it won't be because of what they will not change. I give another example. Because and I always and I will always keep saying this. It is so much that we can learn that we can apply to game foul outside of game foul. It's so many other universal principles in life that we can take those principles and apply it to game foul, apply it to our program, what we do, building good habits, all that, that kind of stuff. Don't get so entrenched in a belief that the only way you can learn anything about breeding game foul, raising game foul, anything like that is from somebody who owns game foul. That's not all the way true. You can learn how to establish great habits that will benefit your game foul from somebody or, or some organization or something outside of game foul. I have learned how to establish great habits, but I didn't learn that from somebody in game foul. I learned that from somebody outside of game foul. 
but I apply it to game foul. Just like goal setting. I didn't learn goal setting from somebody in game foul. I learned goal setting from somebody outside of game foul, but I applied to game foul. There is so many people so entrenched in this belief that the everything they have to learn about game foul has to come from somebody who owns game foul. Some of the stuff that we dealing with has nothing to do with game foul. Like if you breeding game foul, you breeding dogs, you breeding ducks, you breeding llamas, some stuff will be the same. You need to have good feed. They all need clean water. You know, you should set up a routine. You should, you know, feed stuff on particular times. You know, you should have adequate housing. So it doesn't matter what animal it is or what if it's an animal, if it's a fowl, if it's a horse, if it's whatever. Some universal principles you can learn outside of game fowl and apply to game fowl. But again, if you sit back and you watch a lot of people's um, comments, you, you, you can actually see, learn so much about an individual based upon what they put in a comment. I'm not saying bad or good. I'm just saying sit back sometime and just read comments. You ain't got to participate in a comment. You ain't got to reply to the comment. But on every single topic, and this is what I'm saying about being interested in your beliefs, on every single topic that you see posted on any social media platform, you will realize that if you look in the comment section, it's at 90 different ways of doing the same thing. One guy asks one question, and if 90 people see that post, you have 90 different answers in the, in the comment section. And each one of those 90 people who commented believe what they was commenting is the way to do it. You see what I'm saying? So that's the only reason I'm saying, especially coming into the sport and you've been in it 10 years or less, you should definitely not be entrenched in any beliefs. Again, I'm not saying you change everything every time you do something. But what I'm saying is, is don't get so entrenched in your beliefs because you still have so much more to learn. If guys out there that have been in the sport 40, 50 years is telling you they still learn, then what you think you're going to learn I mean, how much room you think you have to uh, 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 learn if you've only been in it five or ten years? Um, I'm also saying this because, again, it's, it's almost like setting the standards, right? If how universal principles, if you run in a successful business, typically it's going to be well organized. Things going to be planned out, stuff like that, right? Like if you own a shop and you have customers come to your shop, do you want your shop all messy? You know, do, if you ever looked at, say, NASCAR, drag racing, or any, or even horse racing, or any kind of competition, top-level competition, and you go inside their garages or their stables, are they stables a mess? If you go inside NASCAR and you go inside the pits or Formula One, any of those, are those places a mess? If they were a mess, that doesn't mean the individuals that they have working there no less, but again, it's just a universal standard. Some people say, hey, it don't have to be fancy as long as the car is fast. Well, you know what? Even the fastest people in Formula One, the fastest people in NASCAR, the fastest horse racers, the fastest dog racers, why are all their places well organized? Why? They don't have to be well organized because they're already the fastest. They don't have to be fancy because they're already the fastest. So why are they well organized? Right. So what I'm saying is we can take that same principle and apply it to our scenario. I don't I don't understand why 
that is so looked down upon or that's not really given any attention as as being it's, it's almost like it's a waste of time. I don't understand. And I, and I say that because I seen a post that video today and it was a young, young, young kid. I think he was like 14 years old, he said. Um, and he had a video up and he was he had a video of his of, of his roosters and his yard had gas. I mean, gas cans. It had all tires, gas cans. It had all kinds of stuff, bike parts. I'm saying to myself, who is, why is that okay? Why is that okay? You know why he think it's okay? Because somebody told him, as long as you have great foul, it doesn't matter what your yard look like. That's not important. You don't have to be fancy. I don't understand it. Maybe some of the guys who have been in this sport a long period of time can educate me on it because I don't know. I haven't been in this sport 20 years. When did we ever get to a point where we discredit or we discourage people to have an organized place? Why is that not something the old timers are really pushing? You know, I'll give you an example. The old timers don't like people to sag their pants. They don't like the people, uh, they don't like young men to have wrinkled shirts or wrinkled clothes. You know, they like they, they like uh, young men to have their shirts tucked in. They like young men to have a belt on. That's how old, that's the old timers I know, that's how they are. The old timers that I know don't want to see your pants sagging. The old timers that I know don't want to see you walking around without a belt on. The old timers I know don't want to see you with wrinkled clothes. It's not about being expensive clothes. They just think you should have your clothes shouldn't be wrinkled, right? You should have a belt on. Your pants shouldn't be dragging. That's how the old timers is that I know that if they look at a young man, they be like, hey, man, pull up your pants, tuck in your shirt. Where's your belt? You see what I'm saying? So I would like to know from some of the people out there watching right now, when did we get to this point that the condition of your yard didn't matter as long as you had good foul. I'm just reading a comment. Trinidad, if it works for you, keep on doing what you're doing. Yep, keep doing what you're doing. Yep, so uh that that's what that's that's what I'm saying. So if we can comment in the comment section, um if you can comment in the comment section when in this sport, because I have not been in this sport, you know, um twenty years. But when in this sport that we, you know, start to not encourage or discourage or say that the condition of your yard didn't matter, you know, I, I, when was that? Like, when did that start? Yeah, I was just reading a comment. Trinidad says something about... 
everything that your grandfather taught you never fail. You never had a downfall. My grandfather teaching. That's great. If you, if everything that your grandfather has taught you has always done you well, continue on doing what you're doing. And big banks, I don't know what big banks is. Matching my birds with big banks. Well, everybody in GameFi don't have big banks. Everybody in GameFi don't have big money. And honestly, I don't think big money got anything to do with GameFi. Uh, more with more four or five, five. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I traded that. I don't really know, understand what you, what you're kind of talking about. I don't think any, I don't think the stuff that you're talking about really relates to what we're saying here. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe I'm not reading a comment correctly. Um, yeah, guys. So like I say, they see, I think as long as it doesn't interfere with your foul health, then it shouldn't matter. Okay, Jesse, so you okay with having a messy yard? So Jesse Vasquez said that the messy yard doesn't matter as long as it doesn't interfere with your foul, with the health of your foul. So, I mean, that right there shows me. So, so uh, Jesse Vasquez said the condition of the yard doesn't make a difference as long as your foul is healthy. If your yard is a mess... My mind is your birds are too. Yeah. Um, Mike was saying, oh, English, if your yard's a mess. Yeah, Mike. Well, you know, on Facebook, we got, you know, uh, uh, Jesse on Facebook said that he didn't think the condition of the yard has any relation to the condition of the foul. I can't, I'm not going to argue yes or no. Um, but I just kind of wanted to, I just kind of wanted to understand uh, how did that came about. Uh, but Jesse, answer this question for me. You said it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter how messy your yard is as long as it don't affect the health of the foul. But Jesse Vasquez, answer me this. What's wrong with having an organized, clean yard? That's what I would like to know. It, I know you said it doesn't matter. The, the organized, clean yard doesn't make a difference as long as your foul is healthy and they're doing good. So my question to Jesse is, what is wrong with having an organized clean yard? I, I just don't understand. So I guess basically with your cars, your shop, anything. So I guess the shop you have, uh, as long as people don't care about walking over trash and they come and spend money, that's all that matters. I mean, I don't, you know, again, and, and everybody has their own belief. And my belief is no better than nobody else's belief, you know. I just kind of want to hear some feedback to just kind of understand. And I'm reading some of these comments so I can just try to understand. Um, yes, Victor, uh, Victor Martinez. I, I kind of agree. You know, and again, I don't want to be biased because I, I, I personally think I don't see anything wrong with, because, look, a, a, a clean, organized yard doesn't take money. It doesn't take money. It's almost like saying, um, and I'm just reading some of the comments, so guys, bear with me. Um, but it's almost like saying that, you know, your mother say, hey, I don't care how messy your room is as long as you get good grades. That's true. I mean, you know, as long as you're getting good grades, some parents don't care how messy your 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 your, your uh, bet your um your bedroom is. So it's like, oh, your room can be as messy as nasty as it's want, as long as you keep bringing in A's. You know, I don't know. 
I don't I don't know if that's the case. I, I don't understand why you just don't go to an interview with wrinkled clothes, a nappy head, all that. And as long as you have the skills, then you should get the job. I don't think that kind of work in our society, but maybe it does. Maybe it does. Um, one of the guys on Facebook said, "If you don't, if you, if you think, if you think the condition of their yard don't matter, long as they have good foul, try piss on your bed instead of the toilet." Then, I mean that. I don't know who that is on Facebook, but I agree. I agree with you. The condition of the farm is important. Having a well-organized or dirty yard will make the birds sick. Uh, nothing at all. Healthy roosters is healthy roosters. So Thaddeus, I guess you're saying as well, the condition of the yard doesn't make a difference as long as uh, uh, as long as long uh, the birds are healthy. Kyle, I, I think he's from uh, uh, Trinidad. I guess, well, I guess you're right. See, Trinidad, I, I guess I read your... I guess I read your comment wrong because Trinidad said, you know, he feels as though your your yard need to be clean point blank. Yeah, I think, I mean, like I say, um, Kale, I think from Hawaii, uh, a clean yard makes everything easier for yourself and also for your fowl. It also brings a higher morale, faith while leaving a yard with the birds to go to show. I mean, I think so. That is, I don't know if I'm reading your comment right or wrong but i guess you said it doesn't okay so thaddeus said that long as his water is clean it doesn't matter what's going on in the yard let me see dirty water you know he said i never said dirty water or dirty cages right i got you so thaddeus tell me this uh what is wrong with keeping the rest of the yard organized you said that you know long as the the, the cages inside the cages are clean and the water is clean it doesn't matter if you got tires around the yard, old gas cans, bike parts, all that. It doesn't matter. Now, again, it's your yard, so you can keep it however you want. You can keep it however you want. I'm just asking, and hopefully y'all guys can chime in. I don't know if it's laziness, not laziness. I don't have no opinion about it. I just know looking at anything successful. That is, I'm, I'm confused. You said nothing at all. My yard is clean. Okay. So that is, what are you saying then? You said your yard is clean now, but I didn't understand your comment. And like I say, guys, I'm just trying to read these comments. They scrolling up. So I'm just kind of reading them as I go. So please, please, please correct me if I'm wrong on something or if I read something the wrong way. Please do. Because that is not my intentions at all. Um, Middle Georgia, what we're talking about now is when did we get to a point in this sport? Because I, I didn't come into this sport 20 years ago. When do we get when do we get to in this sport that a clean, organized yard is not important? Because I have actually seen in comment sections where guys say the yard doesn't matter as long as you got good foul. You know what I mean? The yard doesn't matter. So and maybe it does matter, maybe it doesn't matter. I'm not I don't have an opinion about it. I'm just saying I would like to know when did we get to a point that the yards were just, it doesn't matter what condition the yard's in. Because a lot of the old timers that I see, their yard's in good shape. And it ain't got nothing to do with fancy because it ain't nothing but two by fours and wire and cages. So it ain't fancy or teepees or barrels. So it's not fancy. But the yards look neat. 
All the old timers place I went to, their yards is neat. So that's the reason why I'm asking that question. When do we get to a point where a neat yard is not important, is not relevant? Let me see here. Right, Jose Alvarez said that, you know, if he see a dirty yard, he won't buy. And, I, and Jose Alvarez, I, I mean, I agree with you 100%, but some people, like they said in the comments, it doesn't matter what the yard looks like as long, as long as the foul is good. Ramon Santos said, what you make of your yard is what you make of yourself, and what you make of yourself is what you make of your yard. That's a very good way of putting it. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah, I don't, like I say, and I'm just asking this question. And the reason why I'm asking this question, because now we have another generation being raised with nasty yards. It has nothing to do with fancy. A barrel is a barrel. It doesn't matter who yard it's in. It's a barrel. A teepee is a teepee. It doesn't matter who yards it in. A 39 by 39 pin, Mexican fly, a Mexican pin is a Mexican pin, regardless of who yards it in. So it's not about, I don't understand this thing about being fancy. Every yard that I have been to that's been well organized have just had pins, teepees, or barrels. I don't understand what, and the grass was cut. How is that fancy? So, um, Big Island Game Farm saying, yes, it does matter, because if you have a mess around the other things, that's, ex listen, Big Island, uh, one of the breeders from, uh, checking in from Hawaii, and I agree with him on this, and I, and I know this from experience. No, okay. So that is, let me read. So that is, says some people have limited space in the yard, so the birds and personal items might have to be together. No, that's, no, that is, I'm not talking about that because I had a very small yard as well. And yeah, I had personal items in there, uh, in my yard, uh, stuff that, that had nothing to do with game foul as well. But my cages was clean. My water cups was clean. I didn't have coffee cans, uh, uh, beer cans, uh, oil jugs, gas cans. Ran down bikes. I didn't I didn't have all that in my yard. And again, I am not saying how somebody needs to have their yard. You can have your yard any kind of way you want because it's your yard, your time, your chickens, your money. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying as a whole, you know, because it looks like the vast majority of people comment and think you should have a, a well, clean, organized yard. Again. It has nothing to do with fancy. Let me repeat that because people would try to twist my words and try to say, oh, he thinks you need to have a fancy farm. You don't need to have a fancy farm because I won at Mid-America Bayou Club all over the world. I'm not saying that because, again, a barrel is a barrel. It doesn't matter who yarded in. A TP is a TP. You know what I mean? All of these things are the same. That's not being fancy. i never been to somebody's yard that didn't have either a barrel a TP or a pin. So the fancy stuff, I don't know what kind of fancy stuff they talking about because I ain't never seen a chicken with an insulated house or something like that. So I don't know what's fancy. I'm just saying in Trinidad, maybe that's a better way. Maintain yard. Um, maintain. So 
what I'm saying is, and the reason why I wanted to bring this topic up was because I seen, I seen uh, a 14-year-old post a video with his rooster, and it had gas cans with no caps on them, poured open, bike parts. He had tires that had water in it. Come on, there's no possible way somebody can tell me that should be okay. Let me take it to another level. How about the animal control came over there? What would the animal control think? Forget about, forget about if it's even roosters. What would the animal control come and say if you had dogs out on a chain in those kind of conditions? Forget about game foul. Let's talk about dogs and not a pit bull. Said German Shepherd. Or mixed mutt. Come on, man. I'm just not understanding how anybody can even think for two split seconds, try to justify that. Tires, oil jugs, gas cans, bike parts. I'm not getting that, guys. I'm sorry. I'll just be the villain on this topic. That's unacceptable. To me, that is unacceptable. A 14-year-old boy getting into the sport like that, that's unacceptable. That's it. Now, should you change it? I don't care what you do because it's not my yard. Leave it like that. I don't care. But one thing I do know, if anything ever go down, you will be the poster child for the rest of us. That's the problem with guys in this sport having those yards like that because you become the poster child of all of us, and all of us don't keep our yards like that. But they show the public your yard, with gas cans, coffee cups, beer cans, antifreeze jugs, bike parts, tires with water in it, all of that stuff. And they say, this is how chicken people keep their yard. Look at these conditions. You don't think, you don't have a problem with that? I have a problem with that. I think anybody who put any effort in their yard has a problem with that because we don't want to be painted in that fashion. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. So I don't care, and again, I just be the villain on this. I don't care what nobody say. If you had that yard like that dude, you are bringing, you will be the poster child for everybody. Those conditions are not okay. And if you don't like what I'm saying, block me, exit off the video, do whatever you want. But that is not okay because you have a lot of guys out here who don't, I've been to a ton of small yards. They didn't have no fancy pins. They had pins and the two-by-fours and stuff like that. Been there probably 20, 30 years, you know what I mean, and, and started to kind of wear a little bit. What does that matter? That doesn't make a difference. That don't matter. That's not bad. That's not bad. But then they have all these car parts and bike parts and all this other trash all in the yard. Come on, man. Come on. I'm just saying that right there, it actually attracts bad attention, just in my opinion. You, you know what I mean? Just in my opinion. So, and again, guys, I'm not saying because, look, it uh, has nothing to do, and again, I'm still trying. Can somebody please define to me? Because I never heard this term in Puerto Rico. I have only heard this term in the state. What is a fancy yard? T guys, tell me what a fancy yard is. So if you got 100, 100 birds, what does, what does a – tell me the stuff that you see on a yard that's fancy. Because in all the yards that I have been in, from the East Coast to the West Coast and across the ocean, I have only seen barrels, TPs, or square pins. 
and fly pins. That's all I have ever seen. So can somebody describe to me on Instagram or Facebook, describe to me what is a fancy yard? Yes, the uh, person on Facebook, is said, uh, he said, uh, did anybody comment? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I commented because, you know, I was like, hey, man, you might want to tighten up because and I didn't want to be all attacked for it. But I'm just saying that. He, and, and I went to his page and that's where I learned that he was 14 years old. You know, and I'm just like, man, that dude, man, I don't know who that's that's not OK. That's not OK. That is not OK. Because at the end of the day, animal control come past there and see all that. What you think they're going to say? They put that mess on the news. Imagine they put that yard on the news. And this dude got gas cans, antifreeze, bike parts. He got tires with water in it. He had all of that stuff. What do you think the public is going to say when they see that yard? That's what, that's, see, that is the difference in people who's just short-sighted and people looking at big picture. I'm looking at the big picture of it. I give a prime example. There was a very successful dog man down in Florida, right? Extremely successful. He ended up passing away like two years ago. Went in to get the operation, never came out. Okay. This man's yard, he had nothing fancy, but his yard was well clean and organized. And he always invited animal control. They can come by anytime they want. He put up a post one time showing the sheriffs was at his house. They had no problems. They had no problems. They can't take those pictures of his yard to the judge with a, and say, can we get a warrant? Because look at these deplorable conditions that his dogs is in. The judge going to look at it and say, what are you talking about? Man, you, I, I'm not going to write no warrant to, to, to confiscate that man's dogs. It don't look like nothing wrong with it. Look how clean the yard is. Y'all don't think that's, that plays a role? Y'all don't think that's important? Now, I'm not saying that the only people yards get mess, uh, raided is messy yards. I'm not saying that. But what yards ever make it to the news channel? What yards? What yards ever make it to the news channel? Is it the clean, organized ones? Tell me the last time you've seen a clean, organized yard on any kind of animal uh, cruelty case that was on the news channel. Tell me when. In any animal, not just chickens. Show me any animal case where the news channel used a clean, organized yard to prove they point to the public. Tell, show me a case. Tag me in it. Send it to my messenger. Um, and everybody who say the yard doesn't matter, find a yard. Find a case. Because y'all definitely the ones. Because y'all cool with having a yard with tires in it, gas cans, cups, and bottles. Show me the yard. Yep. That's all I'm saying. So think twice about uh think twice about uh when you say the yard doesn't matter as long as you got good foul. Okay. Well everybody who feels as though the yard does matter, just know that that person who thinks that way is going we gonna all be collateral damage. Because even if his yard doesn't get raided, his yard is gonna be the one on the news channel. And they're gonna be talking about us. And you know what they're gonna think? Man, those chicken people don't take care of their yards. Did you see that yard on the news last night? It had car parts in it and tires. Did you see all that water that holds that breeds mosquitoes? He had all kinds of trash on that yard. You literally, 
actually think. I know somebody dealing with a dog case right now. They could not take pictures and video of his yard. They used a video from one state over. That's funny. But you know the crazy thing about it? I didn't know it was one state over until he told me. He's like, dude, the video that they put on the news is not even my yard. That's from another state. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, that's from another state. So that means that the only reason I knew that is because I knew him. If I didn't know him, I'd be assuming that that was his yard. And it was bad. It was bad. It had all this trash, all oh, it was just crazy. It had kids, toys. It had all kinds of stuff out there. It had a pool that was messed up. Man, and they ran that story in the ground. And that wasn't even his yard. Is that even fair? Is that even fair? Imagine you have an interaction with animal control and they don't even use your yard. They use somebody, they use this 14-year-old boy's yard to describe you. You don't you're already guilty. You already guilty. That's already imprinted in the jurors' minds. And you think when you get up there and say that's not my yard, they don't even care. They already made their decision. <laughs> because they're like, okay, well, your yard might be clean, but everybody else who got chicken's yard is not clean. I'm just telling y'all guys, y'all really need to give that some thought. Because it is, it is astonishing to me how anybody think. Prime example, let's, let's not talk just about chickens. How about you are a NASCAR driver, right? And you know NASCAR drivers, they all live off for sponsorships. They're able to race because of sponsorships, right? You know, all these big corporations sponsor them. That's why their cars got all them tag paintings on them, right? They're all sponsors. How do you think Home Depot, Lowe's, T-Mobile, Sprint, this company, will walk into your, walk into your shop where your NASCAR is, your race car, and your garage look like your yard? Do you think you'll get that sponsorship? Do you think they'll get that sponsorship? Actually, tell you another thing. And, and, and it's crazy because, and I say this not in a bad way, but like I say, most of the old timers' yards that I have been to is organized. I'm not. I don't know what fancy means. They either had TPs. They either had pins or they had barrels, but they did not have tires with water in them, gas cans, antifreeze jugs, kids' toys, bike parts. I have never been to an old man's farm that looked like that. Why is that? Okay, see, let me give you a prime example of what I was just talking about. What's up, Don? Jose uh, Alvarez said that uh, uh, it's important because Animal Control came to his house, and they seen his birds, and they said that your birds look good, clean place, but unfortunately, you have to move your birds to another location. Let me post this up on the screen. This is what I'm talking about, guys. This is what I'm talking about. So for everybody out there that thinks as long as you're foul, our health are good. It don't matter what the yard look like. Look what Jose Alvarez just said. Animal Control visited his house, came to his house, seen his birds. They said that his birds look good. His place was clean. But unfortunately, he had to move his birds. That happens a lot because people have birds in areas that have, you know, local ordinances that you can only have certain many 
roosters to hens, or either you can only have certain many birds, depending on if you're in city limits or whatever the case is. But imagine if they pulled up to his yard and they seen all of that trash out there, right? Even if his birds was healthy, but they seen all that trash out there. You actually think that situation would have went the same way? I promise you it would have went a different way. It would have been a different way. Because they equate environment as cruel and uncruel. You don't believe it? Look at some of the cases that say unfit living conditions. Unfit living conditions. You think you've never seen that in an animal control case? There's plenty of them that have it. But when you look at unfit living conditions and you look at the yard, it got a whole bunch of trash in it. So, you know, uh, uh, thanks, Jose, man, for, for sharing that. Um, like I said, guys, you know, look at the comment on the screen. He, he talks about animal control showed up at his house. But that yard was tight and right. It had nothing to do with uh, 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 Jose Alvarez. I mean, I don't know exactly who he is, but I don't know if he's some big famous guy or what, or he a small, a small time breeder or medium sized breeder. I don't know what he is. But his yard was tight and right. Yeah, Don, you're exactly right, dude. Uh, Don, Mr. Don, let's just chiming in. He say, um. He say uh, uh, we have a, a hard enough Don, – Don, let's say we have a hard enough time with the way the public perceives us without giving them more ammunition. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mr. Collins, Stomper said they will take your own kids out of your nasty home. You know they will take birds. Mr. Stomper Collins, exactly right. And, and listen, Don uh, and Mr. Stomper, y'all guys have uh, – you know, y'all guys having um, – uh, um, been on here, y'all just both y'all just chimed in. So I would like to uh for, to get y'all guys input. So Mr. Don Lester Stomper Collins, if y'all can comment, when did we get to a point in this sport? Because I was not raised in this sport. I have I'm not no second generation. I haven't even been in this sport 15 years. Um, it's been actually less than 10. So I would like to know, guys, old timers that been in this sport, both of them keep a clean yard. I would like to know, when did we make it okay or not discourage the next generation to have messy yards? When did we think it was okay to say, hey, it doesn't matter what your yard look like as long as your foul is good? So that question I'm shooting out to Mr. Stomper Collins and Mr. Don Lester. If y'all guys can take the time to educate me because I do not know. I was not raised in this sport. I have been in this sport less than 10 years. I would like to know when did that come about. Right. Clayboy over there on Instagram said that, you know, he think it's important for your farm not to be an eyesore. Exactly right. I, I believe that's the way I feel. Um, somebody on Facebook, which it doesn't show me the name. The person on Facebook comment, give it, give our StreamYard the permission so they can show your name. But he says, uh, show up like you ain't slept in three days, smell like you ain't bathed in seven days at a job interview, and then tell them where you're uh, Victorian of your graduate, you're, you're valid Victorian of your graduate class and, and show how far you get. That's, that's the point I made. 
I have a small yard, but I like to keep it organized. That's exactly right. So I'm waiting on a couple comments, guys. And I know this topic started off at being trenched in your beliefs, and now we done got on over to this. Because, listen, to me it go hand in hand. Some people got the belief that it don't matter what your yard looks like as long as you got good foul. So, um, you know, if Don and them guys can, because, again, guys, I do not know when that came about. Because all the old-timers I know that have been in this sport, their yards are organized, you know. And I don't under, I don't know what the word fancy means. In Puerto Rico, they don't use the word fancy. So I don't know what everybody got their birds in cages. So I only heard that word fancy when I traveled the States. So what does a fancy farm mean? Because only thing I have ever seen at farms, and y'all guys know I've been all over this country, is barrows, teepees, and pens. That's all I have ever seen. And cock houses. You know, with fly pens. Well, fly pens wasn't in the cock house, but cock houses. And then I have also seen fly pens. Some of the fly pens I've seen was 30, 40, 50 years old. So you know the wood wasn't brand new. So, that's right. James Dixon say, you know, the cleaning your yard is to keep the neighbors off your behind and calling the people on you. That's exactly right. And, and James Dixon, that's what I talked about earlier. I'm like, those messy yards are usually the poster child in an animal cruelty case. And I talked about uh, a friend of mine's uh, uh, that's dealing with an animal cruelty case, but they couldn't take, they couldn't use the pictures from his yard. So they had to use pictures from a yard in another state because they couldn't use his. Because if they use his yard, people are going to be looking like, what are you talking about animal cruelty? So they had to use somebody else's yard, right? So, uh, and guys, give me a second. I'm going to read some of these comments. Um, okay, somebody off of Facebook. I don't see the name. It says, my great my great uncle is 77 years old. He still takes pride in his yard. Beautiful foul and nice, neat yard. Exactly. Mr. Stomper Collins. Uh, okay, I asked Stomper Collins a question. Um, and, and the question I asked him and Mr. Don Lester, since they've been in the sport a long, long, long time, um, to help explain me or educate me on when do we get to a point in this sport that we are telling the next generation that it doesn't matter what your look, yard look like as long as you got good foul. Uh, Mr. Stomper Collins said, I have raised, I was raised, hold on, let me put this on the screen. Uh, Mr. Stomper Collins said, I was raised poor, poor, but I was raised clean, being clean for me, my animals. Okay. Hold on, Don. Don has another good one. I appreciate y'all guys commenting. So guys on Instagram, I'm going to read you what the comments are coming up on, on Facebook. And I'm also going to post this on uh, YouTube. But Mr. Stomper Collins said, I was raised poor, poor, but I was raised clean. Being clean for me, my animals, and my property is just natural. Seeing things that are not neat and clean just is it, it's just upsetting to me. So I would advise everyone to straighten up their yard. These people are flying around over our property looking for an excuse. It doesn't matter if you have 10 birds or 10,000 to them. They are coming after us, and they say, wake up, America. It is uh, later than you think, and exactly. So, guys, uh, I just put Mr. Stomper Collins' uh, thing on there. He made a very, very valid point. Besides the fact that how he keep his yard and the way he was raised, he keeps a clean, neat yard. But like he said, 
They're flying drones over top of people's property. It doesn't matter if you got 10 birds to 10,000, like he said, if they can see any kind of environmental discrepancies or conditions that they can use as a justification to raid your property, they're going to do it. And I promise you, any judge, don't. there's no judge out there that believe in your yard with your animals, you should have gas cans, antifreeze jugs, oil containers, uh, beer cans, bike parts. Uh, oh, there's no judge that believe that is okay. No judge out there that believes that okay. Um, let me read Red, uh, Red Danger over there on Instagram. He said, good maintenance around your yard is one of the best ways to keep your game file healthy. I agree. I agree. So we're going to scroll down here right quick and read Mr. Don Lester's comment. Um, a clean yard won't turn a donkey into a thoroughbred, but poor conditions will turn a thoroughbred into a donkey. That's what the guy on Facebook is saying. Again, I can't see his name. Y'all guys got to give StreamYard the permission so they can show your name. Um, Don Lester. Don Lester said that, Jim, back 30 years ago before zoning ordinances and such, most game foul people had game foul al along with all other kinds of farm animals because of a lot were farmers. I recall going to uh, Tar Hill house, Alan Fisher, and his pens were propped up and falling down. And he would tell you when you go out that if you are were looking for fancy pens, go somewhere else. If you want good foul, step out here. Uh, laugh, and he laughed out loud. A game foul operation has to change or they become liabilities. That's exactly right. Yeah, so you can't just, you know, prop something up. And, and Don, not even about the condition of the pens, because I have been to places. I know older gentlemen, really, really good foul uh, out in Tennessee. He showed me pens. He was like, hey, that pen, those pens right there, those pens are 30 years old. They wasn't. That's not fancy. But he didn't have tires with water in them, oil jugs. He didn't have all that stuff on his yard. But the pens, his, all his square pens on the yard, he said they were like 30 years old. And, yes, the wood was a little worn because they, the, the, the two-by-four been on the ground for 30 years. Even though it's treated, it's still been on the ground for 30 years. You know what I mean? But it didn't look bad. Like, it didn't look like it was an unfit condition. So, um. Yeah. Uh, middle Georgia, uh, middle Georgia said that he's seen an older guy that uh, had a yard that's really, really in bad condition. He kept it like that to keep people from going by back there. But the thing about it now, they flying drones over your house. So if they see chickens back there, they ain't got to see them. They could just fly a drone back there. So they flying drones over people's houses now, just like Mr. Stomper Collins said earlier. They flying drones over people's houses now. So you can't really get a you can't really get away with that. So what I'm saying is, guys, I just don't know how we got entrenched in this belief that it didn't matter what condition your yard was in as long as you had good foul. Now we got 14 year old 14 year old kids coming into this sport that's being taught that same lesson. I don't think that's okay because I know there's a lot of people out there that work very hard that don't have a lot of money and. They don't want to be collateral damage. They don't want to be classified with that farm over there that got gas cans, tires, and everything else in it. They don't want to be put in the same class. If they get charged, they don't want them to use his yard as an example for his case. You know what I mean? So, 
Um, but yeah, guys, that's kind of what uh, I know we kind of got not really off topic because, again, like I say, the entrenched belief is, you know, is guys still today, even in the comment section today, a yard is really not a big deal to them. It's just a condition of the birds. You know, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Yep. Yeah, Jesse Velasquez said, clean pins and good feed. Some people invest in fancy pins but have trash all over, dirty, muddy water. Exactly. That becomes a problem. That becomes a problem. So, um, but yeah, guys, I just kind of wanted to come on here because I think, you know, it's our responsibility as well to pull a coattail on somebody else. If it's a friend or if it's a younger generation coming up, and you see something, you might say, hey, you know, for your own protection, you might kind of want to clean a little bit of that stuff up so you don't have no problems from the neighbors or from animal control or something like that. Because your birds can be healthy. But if they come in a messy yard, they can get a warrant for unfit condition. If your birds are healthy, they can still come in your yard and confiscate your birds for unfit living conditions. So everybody out there who think the yard does not matter, understand one thing. Animal control can get a warrant, can get a warrant to confiscate your birds for unfit living conditions. It has been done not only just in game foul, it has done, been done with dogs and everything else. Look at some of those hoarder's houses. The animals that they confiscate out of a hoarder's house is not starved to death. Many times they're just, they're overweight. But why do they confiscate those animals? Unfit living conditions. So I learned today, I see why there's 14-year-old kids out here that don't really care what condition they're yard in because we have present-day breeders who still teaching it. Don't say nothing about it. Because they yard looked the same identical way. They the yard looked the same. So I I mean again, I am not for that at all. Yep. I am not for that at all. Um, but if you just chimed in, we had a great conversation. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and chime out right now. But I hope it made sense. If you just chime in, I advise you go back to the beginning of the video and watch it. It's titled uh uh, entrenched in your beliefs and we kind of went all over the place but i think it's some really 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 good information so y'all guys enjoy the rest of your day and i will talk to y'all soon